I'm at Fletcher Prentice's studio. We are sat in your absolutely glorious garden on a, an amazing summer's day, classically English, nice breeze and birds singing. Hi Fletcher, how are you doing? Hi Sarah, very well. It's lovely to see you here. It's been so strange, like meeting up with artists again yes, after yeah. shutdown. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Nice to see someone in the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Better than emailing, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh. Well, thank you for having me at your home. I don't think I've ever done a studio visit no, to your no, studio. You no, no, you just always turn up at the gallery with yes, a car full yeah. of like, wonderful paintings. Rushing in with some paintings. Yeah, often wet. <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's a classic English cottage garden. Yes, yeah, I yeah. it's sort of quite untamed. So it's a, sort of an un untamed wilderness. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've worked together for nearly 10 years. I had to I look know. that up. Yes, yeah, yes, hasn't that flown, flown by? by. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is your first solo exhibition with the gallery because we've obviously had wonderful collections in um, in group shows and for, for a few art yes. fairs. So um, what's been your approach to the exhibition, the Painted Garden? What do you think visitors can expect to see? In this exhibition, I've sort of, I wanted to concentrate on um, painting through a period of sort of early spring and then coming into sort of high summer mm -hmm. and I've, I've wanted to sort of incorporate more of the, the, the trees that are in my garden and sort of how they come into blossom and then how they're in fruit mm -hmm. and things and then I'd also I will be sort of uh, showing work you know from my garden and the views that are beyond the mm, garden so yeah a bit more of a landscape coming in and some more space into yes. the paintings yeah because when i was driving here like we are properly in the, in the yes, middle of the countryside yeah, so sort of in wheat fields yeah. and intensely farmed but then it's a contrast from my garden which is i try and keep it like a a, a wild meadow yeah so it's encouraging the birds and the insects and mm. things like that it's yeah. something I'm sort of quite passionate about yeah. is to create environments mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. those things. As we walked up to the studio a little while ago through the, the wildflowers, there was just like a, a waft of butterflies just yes. like surrounding us. It was yeah. absolutely incredible. And maybe the, the chickens will make a little... Yes, I'm sure they will. <laughs> a little appearance, appearance so. at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I try and grow in my garden um, plants that encourage butterflies and bees and yeah. have nectar and some that give back as well as looking very beautiful with mm. the flowers and with the colour and just the way they are. Yeah, I mean I just walking around anecdotally I can just I can see your paintings yes. in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could actually go around and place some of the paintings. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the views and the trees. Yes. Yeah. And then using plants that may not be in you know, in the position in the painting. Mm. I just I'll just I will take um, flowers and trees and things from the garden yeah. and, and sort of create a painting from that. So it's yeah. not necessarily always the scene from the garden. Yes, you mix a, them up. Yes, yeah. Yeah, an amalgamation yeah. of, of yeah. the garden. We have to have that artistic right to do oh, that. Yes. Yeah, yes. To, to yeah. move nature yeah. around. I mean, there are, bit. like you say, there are um, some paintings where you can see where mm. the painting is. So let's talk a little bit about the title for the exhibition, The Painted Garden. It's wonderfully fresh and direct, and clearly the work is based on your paintings 
of your garden. Um, however, it, uh, there's a wonderful phrase in your artist statement, which is the Arcadian vision, and that references ancient Roman frescoes, that wonderful idea they had of bringing like, the outside in. And your work really encompasses that vision, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes. I, I really like that. I'm quite drawn to that. And then I'd also, what I like about the um, frescoes is some of the villas had subterranean rooms mm -hmm. or didn't have any windows. Yeah. So they painted these lovely frescoes of gardens mm -hmm. on the outside. Mm -hmm. it, it felt like they were looking outside even though they weren't. Yes. And I like yeah. that about my paintings, or I hope that my paintings do this, a similar thing where you have them in your house, but it's like a window into a garden mm. and yeah. an idyllic view of a summer or a spring yes. and all the colours and the plants and the bird life yeah. and the insects. I remember actually when I was in Pompeii, I remember being really struck by some of the frescoes in some of the houses there and there was um, the one particular fresco in a house called, um, it's known as Venus in the Shell which you know if yes, you've been to Pompeii yes, that makes yes, sense yeah. and there's this fresco at the back which has got this incredibly vivid blue and it's got wonderful plant life and birds dancing around in it and I walked in there and went oh, it's a ancient Fletcher Prentice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have been very, very influenced by them. I love them. Yeah. And I love the colours, yeah. it's faded, mm. and the plaster work, how that might be yeah. falling or crumbling. I try and sort of re recreate that. Yeah. But then, yes, yeah, so it is a reference back from those ancient frescoes to my garden yeah. and the flowers and plants that visit my garden. Mm. Just working with the paints and the brush marks yeah. and the chaos of the wilderness. Yeah, I was going to say about the brush marks because I remember being really amazed at the lightness of the touch of the brush marks in the frescoes. They actually look really like contemporary mark making yes, in painting, yes. don't they? Yes, did, yeah. did you really study them that as well? Um, yes, I mean, I, I sort of, you know, I've visited Pompeii a few times mm. and then been um, to Rome and to the museums where the frescoes are yes. of, of, uh, from Villa Livia are yes. now. Yes. And I love that, sort of that spontaneity, the, mm. the fluidity yeah. with the brush marks and, and it really captures nature and the flowers and mm. the leaves. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah, it's always been something that I've really been drawn to. Yeah, because there's something about the way you, you, you know, you say you paint a bird or something, you get a sense of movement, of yes, flight, yeah. which is really magical. And uh, it's almost like some of the paintings, they hover. Say like in the, the painting, The Formal Garden, um, yes, you've got the structure of the hedges looking out onto the fields behind, but um, the foreground is this shimmering, bursting, full of like floral energy with birds and bees and and it's just all there it's like hovering like you're looking at a flower bed and, and yes and yeah. in one moment it can have all changed it's just a bit, yes I, I like that intensity mm. I sort of sometimes it just becomes a sort of I take it further and it becomes more like a an, an immense sort of pattern mm. I enjoy that I sort of that sort of side of my painting mm -hmm. as well as creating some space yeah. having this flattening down of the um, perspective yeah yeah because <clears throat> I like that in in some of the uh, when you've got the landscape in the background or or in like in some of the paintings where it is just the intense pattern and that's what yes. we're, we're, we're focusing on and uh, and, it, and it almost becomes like you you fall and face first into the into the flower yes, bed yeah. <laughs> you're like you're like zoomed right in I think what happens is I sort of wander around the garden 
garden. Yeah. I look, I'm looking at it all the time. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and I'm looking how the sunlight's hitting all the flower stalks yeah. and mm -hmm. the grasses mm -hmm. and things like that. And so it's a bit like that. I yeah. just get totally immersed in what I'm seeing. Yeah. And then it's a, as you're painting and letting the layers dry and then working on the painting again, pulling things out and sort of knocking things back yeah. mm -hmm. and then trying to make it sort of balance out a yes. bit more but then I mean because I'm painting lots of layers it sort of just becomes more and more intense some of yeah. them do and it just naturally happens yeah in yeah that way it's incredible and also um there's a stunning painting where you've done some really intense dark backgrounds like the piece um foxgolds and marigolds um and marigolds foxgloves fox and, 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 and marigolds yeah yeah that's a bit <laughs> trip of the words um are you simply looking towards the dutch master set or is that also a reference back to the frescoes as well a bit of both mm -hmm. actually I, I, I just it's interesting how this happens I sort of like because of what happened in lockdown yeah. I sort of like it naturally happened that I um, started painting some darker background mm -hmm. and, um, and it just lent itself as, yeah. uh, at the time of year I was painting the um, the dark these darker background paintings so the uh, wallflowers were out and I they had very intense works, yeah. colours mm. and then the foxgloves started to come out mm. with uh, marigolds so then um, it just naturally happened yeah because they're way. all such jewel bright yes, tones yeah, and they yeah. just I mean they just shimmer on that dark background yes, yeah. and they're really beautiful I was really surprised when I went to Pompeii and saw the dark borders yes. Yeah. Um, and and that that intensity, I expected all the fresh, it all to be light, mm -hmm. and I was really surprised by that. And also, again, how you know how incredibly detailed all of that painting was yes, in them as yes. well. And I it's, thought, so, it's incredible how sophisticated the painting was. I mean, yeah. two thousand years ago. I know it's incredible. And the plaster work yeah. as well. I mean, I was just bowled over the first time I went. Yeah. Um, and you just think that we lost that, that skill for like. 1500 years until the renaissance yeah and we started to learn to paint like that again yeah and uh, and i just uh, yes it's just always been mesmerizing to me yeah we had a little bit of um pompeii come to oxford actually in the in like late last year early january and they had an exhibition that they did with the archaeological museum in uh, in naples and it was w really wonderful to kind of like see some of these little fragments of frescoes and and they made this incredible like in indoor garden room as well yes, in in yeah. the museum and, and it was really magical mm. to um to to see to see that again because I, I really loved being in uh, naples and in pompeii and mm -hmm. and then it was it was lovely just to have it come to your hometown yes, for it's it. lovely really very nice <laughs> very and nice it's just so fluid the way yeah they, they paint them as yeah well. i think because they must because it's on plaster you had to work quite quickly yes and yeah the pigments would dry up mm. you know very and they must have had to deal with the heat as yes, well had to yeah. deal with the heat so and i think it just brings that energy mm. into it and that's i hopefully sort of try and create that in my work yeah well, try um, yeah. not to labor over the paint the flowers mm. and the painting so much so how long would you say a painting takes you it's really hard for me to sort of um judge it because mm. um i do use lots of layers and sort of build them up mm. and so i've never really i always find it really hard to work out because yeah. sometimes i can sort of work on some will work really quite easily <laughs> and yeah. others i just think you know it is taking a bit longer and then so i'll just work on them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, and so yeah it's hard to, to absolutely pinpoint a time I, I think it's always a really unfair question to an artist that 
you know, it's one everyone asks us. It's mm. one of the most oh, frequent yes. gallery yes. questions. Yes. How yes. long yes. does it take an artist to paint a painting? Yes. And it's almost like, well, technically a lifetime, because it's technically a lifetime of building skill mm. and thought processes. Um, so that they know how to approach that one particular painting. Um, like Zach's, yeah. absolutely. I mean, sometimes I sort of feel really relaxed and things just flow really well. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and, and that's a great day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other days it doesn't happen yeah. so much. But, yeah. um, uh, and some of the little bird paintings I do, I, yeah. mean, I like to do those in one go mm -hmm. if I can, yeah. because then you keep that fluidity mm. and spontaneity. Yeah. But because I like, um, on the larger paintings, I, I like the backgrounds and I like to create some depth. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that. And then if I work on the larger paintings like, you know, in one go, yeah. the, the painting, the, the colours become start to be get get muddier yes and so and i like to have some of the translucency of the pure color yes rather than if you start mixing oil you know some of the colors with white it's sort of you get that opaque yes yeah quality and yeah. so i get to a point with them and then i'll stop and let it dry yeah and then i'd like to then i work on them again mm -hmm. and in doing that i, I usually have a, a number of paintings on a, on the go mm -hmm. at the same time yeah. so that i can rotate them yes round. yeah yeah i love it with the the little bird studies because they've got such character in them you know you can really sort of yes. get a sense yeah. of, of of the bird and because you know when you if you're into your garden birds you know you know they've all yes. got little personalities yes. haven't they yes yeah and i sort of I, obviously i encourage birds into the garden yeah sort of always looking at them and, yeah and things so yes i see their movements and 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 like you say they, the, the relationship they have with each other and yeah. other species other species of birds yeah. as well and sort of fighting you know at the bird table or, oh yeah the um, territory yes little yeah. games they so play trying to create that with the uh, with the birds, yeah, the little bird paintings yeah. and the movement and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I always <coughs> like the fact that they look like they could just like fly out of the painting. Yes. You know, it's like, <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like no, we're we're not hanging around now. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, they don't. They don't stop no. moving. They don't do so. they. <laughs> <laughs> They're hard to tell. I mean, sometimes I use photography, yeah, you know, to capture them mm -hmm. and, and to to work from. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so, I mean, clearly, we've talked so much about the garden, and um, it's. A key source of inspiration uh, well you know the main source of inspiration mm. so I kind of wonder how much do you leave the planting of and the organization of your garden to chance you know what comes first the garden or the painting or you know the painting or the garden <laughs> it's a tr tr tricky one I mean yeah. um, I mean I, yes I suppose I do, I, mean, I do I do create the painting the garden and then like use that massively for, yeah. for my paintings mm -hmm. and then for, for planting it's just very random it's just a riot of colors yeah. i mean i'm sort of grow lots of plants myself mm -hmm. and then a lot of something especially in the wild a bit so just um i just started to create it and then it's just happening itself now mm -hmm. i mean they're just seeds come up and plant flowers come up where I, you know i haven't had anything to do with yeah. planting them out yeah and i like that randomness mm -hmm. and i think i like that's what i like in my in trying to create in my painting as well, mm -hmm. some of that, yeah. sort of just, you know, the random fluidity of the whole thing. Yeah, so. yeah. Do you, do you think you have a favourite planting scheme? Would it be like wildflower planting or? Yeah, I mean, I do like, I mean, I have got, I mean, I try to, I like the, um, 
the tamed wilderness of mm. the Pays, and yeah, I do have formal, formal areas mm. of it. So um, I will have like yew hedges, yeah, and trying to, and then trying to grow them at the moment, so they're, yeah. they're coming on. Oh yeah, I'll I can have, see them just over there. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. a bit more of a, a statement yeah. within it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then having these, yeah, the, the informal, yeah, next to it. Yeah. is it's the big thing that I, I like to create. Yeah, and um, do you have a favourite? garden designer I do mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I, it's, um, I really like um, Christopher Lloyd's mm -hmm. um, great Dixter yeah um, garden and it's it's beautifully done and then and it's quite mature so it's yeah. got lovely um, topiary yew hedges mm -hmm. and yew shapes and yeah. there's a lovely meadow a mm -hmm. proper flower meadow yeah. that's been yeah really well planted oh, wow. and then there are yeah. these intense borders with colour yeah so uh, yes I mean I sort of like I'd love to I sort of try, try and create my own mini yeah uh, Dixter garden yeah. <laughs> 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 well it's coming on <laughs> it's coming on yes yeah we haven't really touched on apart from the ancient Roman frescoes we haven't really talked about other artists that influence your work yeah, um, I, I love um, Gustav Klimt's mm -hmm. um, landscape paintings. and uh, I know that he used to go every summer and, um, and paint in the countryside and often of sort of um, orchard scenes and, and meadows. Mm -hmm. so it's sort of unlike what he's, he's known for. Yeah. And uh, most people know him for. And, and they're beautifully done and very subtle and of trees, but beautiful meadows. and which I've always really, I really like them. I visited um, Vienna a few years ago and um, saw them in the museum there. Yeah, and is that in the same museum where the kiss is shown? Yes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So I remember, I've been to Vienna as well, and, uh, and I, I remember seeing the kiss, and actually, you know, yes, it's a very impressive historical painting, but some of the other works around yes, it, yeah, yeah. much and more it, interesting. they're really beautiful. Mm. And, and I was, I didn't know, those paintings before that's until I went there I did not you know not um, they didn't strike me in the past but now I just love them very yeah, subtly I, painted yeah I think art history tends to make you you know you get sucked into the headlines of an artist you know the, yes. the famous paintings don't you yeah. and somehow the more subtle paintings even though you might be looking at them in reproduction they never come alive for you until you actually until see actually them see, yes in the flesh yeah, yeah it's really good but also you know like I mean the way I'm painting is a, a very traditional um, subject matter in British art sort of land, the landscape and the yes. garden and yeah. things so um, yeah. I'm sort of just carrying on in in that way mm. I mean th that I think the tradition of uh, I think the English tradition of landscape painting it well it's well it's not really a tradition it's a way of life isn't it yes, really yes, um. so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of I grew up in the countryside so it's always been part mm. of me and I sort of um, you know coming back to where I live now is sort of similar to how I grew up yeah and um, having views of over fields and uh, my father was a keen gardener so we've sort of just it's just part of my life yeah you know? yeah yeah it's funny how when we, we spoke about this how you know you spend your early adult years like kind of almost like breaking away breaking from away where, yes where you come from <laughs> where you come sort from sort of boomeranged back yeah <laughs> somehow you come full circle so actually yeah. no it wasn't that bad yeah <laughs> yes yeah yeah it's, it's quite interesting really <laughs> um and um so it's quite interesting can you 
Was there a moment in your kind of artistic career? Because um, I remember when we first started working together, you, you weren't really, you were painting birds, yes. um, but you weren't necessarily painting the landscape quite so much. Was there a moment where that kind of, your work transitioned? Yes, I think um, I, uh, I mean, I've, well, I used to live in London and I had a, a flat with a tiny garden and that was always sort of um, something, you know, that I really loved to have. And then um, I moved out of London mm -hmm. And uh, I had a studio in a garage, and it had a window. Yeah. And I used to stand painting in the garage, and then I started looking out the window. And I'd already been doing the garden, so then, um, and I sort of just that drew me to painting the flowers that I'd grown. Yeah. And then from that, I from out of the window, I could see all the birds in the garden, and so it just started naturally that way yeah so it was um, an evolution um, so an evolu yes, yeah so yeah. you moved and your yes. painting and kind of moved, moved, yeah, moved with moved you on yeah. And, yeah. yeah 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 and um, you know it's a topical question for now really but mm. um, how do you feel that lockdown has it been for you has it affected your work in any way do you think um, I mean in, so in many ways it's sort of um, is it's quite the lockdown hasn't affected me that much. I mean, I sort of like, I, you know, work from home. So I'm sort of work in a sort of semi-lockdown anyway <laughs> than most people. And, uh, and so I've enjoyed it in that way. But yeah, it's, it's um, not too adverse. I mean, I, other than I say that, you know, like I've passed, um, we talked about it earlier, I've been working with those darker background paintings and sort of being slightly more meditative mm. has, um, that's come into, into my work. But I'm sort of, as an artist, you're used to working on your own and, and things. So um, yeah. it hasn't been too much of a, a problem for me. Quite a few artists have said that, actually. I mean, some artists who you know, maybe don't have a studio at home have really struggled yes, because they've yeah. been um, sort of take, take that, that's, that route to work has been taken away from them. Um, but um, others like yourself, they've, they've actually, you know, they're used to that level of isolation and, yes. and working in that yeah. way. So it's just been almost like carrying on as yes, normal. On. I think I've done more work. I've painted more in yeah. lockdown because I've sort of not been, you know, lured away to sort of go out and and doing things. So it's been it's concentrated my mind. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and that's been good. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think it will be lovely when the when the show is up. It'll almost be like you know, story yeah. of spring through to yes, through yes, to the summer, yeah. through to late summer. You see how everything the garden is evolved has evolved in, yeah, in the paintings. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it will be it's almost like a, a different story to that period of time. Yes. You know, I mean, obviously, there's yeah. been a lot of heartache and pain, but there's also been a lot of beauty, and people have noticed how. Um, how nature has come back into their lives as we've all slowed down a little bit and been yes. out walking a lot more and, and noticing think, and a lot more. And it's reached a lot more people, hasn't it? Sort it of has, that, that yeah. mindfulness of, mm. um, of, of and how wonderful nature is yeah. and, and how good it is for our soul. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I hope, you know, that the show brings a little bit of that so people can come and enjoy it in the gallery and also so that they can... Uh, take a little bit of it home with them as well yes hopefully hopefully <laughs> <laughs> or just or come in and just enjoy the show absolutely um, yeah. yes yeah. yeah and do you think what are your hopes for the future with your work do you think it's going to continue in this way or do you do you see you know because this is quite an intense period of work so sometimes that you work through a certain series of an ideas for a show and then that 
promote something else for the future? Yes, well, it's been interesting. Um, when I sort of like see the sunlight and I see the garden change, and we talked about it a bit earlier when I actually get up close and, and look at the intense foliage and things, and I'd like to sort of pursue that a little bit more so they become more of an, in, an intense painting and slightly more abstracted yeah. down. That would be something I'd like to um, explore a bit and the, the, the way the colours are yeah. within it. Yeah, it's an idea that I've, I've had in my head because now after the body of work, I feel I can sort of like relax and, yeah. and sort of just play around. Yeah, some playing more. time, yeah, and, some freedom, uh, yeah. And because, because as the summer moves into high summer or the late summer, all the colours change and the grasses change and things. And I've always loved that sort of that golden mm. palette that you get with yeah. the late summer sun. Yeah. So, um, but there are still always elements of bits of colour of the flowers coming through. Yeah. So I'll see how it mood. how it goes. Yeah. You know, uh, Wonderful. But that's sort of something that I'd, yeah I'd like to pursue. Yeah. Well, thank so, you, Fletcher. It's been. Well, uh, really wonderful learning more about the paintings and the approach to the to the exhibition and just sitting here in your garden and your cat meandering past and, yes uh, and the, the chickens, and the chickens. <laughs> sounds all very idyllic it sounds very idyllic <laughs> slightly windy so you know yeah, quite, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you but, know that's um, an outside broadcast really. yeah we yes. couldn't have done it sat indoors really, no could we? no no not at all not as in, in, when we're nice and sitting in the sun yeah that's good absolutely so, you know. yeah Thank you so much for listening to the Wise Girl podcast. It's been wonderful spending time with Fletcher Prentice, taking a walk in his incredible garden. You can learn more about Fletcher on the gallery website, wisegirl.com, and see images of all the works talked about in this episode. The Painted Garden is on at the Sarah Wiseman Gallery, Oxford, from the 9th of September to the 3rd of October, 2020. This episode has been sound edited by Bespoken Media. If you've enjoyed listening, I would be so grateful if you would take a moment to rate us and leave a comment as it helps others to discover the Wise Girl podcast. Thank you again.